Skype session with Abe where he doesn't manage to at some point Ro bring up KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I told you there are unofficial so, spots. Man. Roll a roll a twelve to get the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You've yeah. got to yeah roll over whatever you to get the chicken bucket. <laughs> so whatever you roll, that's how many pieces of chicken you get. In your bucket. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, that could, that could be awesome. Yeah, it could be a twenty piece bucket. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a one piece bucket, and you're right. paying the same amount either way. Yeah. So. Mm, true. A one piece bucket. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a waste. You need what a bucket a at that point. <laughs> you be real careful in battle. Just someone one piece of chicken to yeah. yourself. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we better get going. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another Overcast Gamer Show. You're joined by me as per usual. My name's Abe Foster. It is the 16th of October, 2016. I'm also joined by... Regan Harper. Michael Langdon. Balthazar Valentine. Oh, Michael in there first. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's, uh, he's quick off the ground. Yes, oh, Mike yeah. is here for Balthazar, a particular he's reason. Balthazar, so like, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to elaborate why uh, Michael Langdon is here? Uh, he's here because he wanted to be, and we like him, <laughs> and we enjoy his company. Um, no, he's here because this will be my last podcast lies, for lies. a while, um, for a little over a month, um, flying off to Japan in two days. Nice. Two days. Very good. Oh, the Very countdown good. is real. What's the kind of flight time like on a trip to Japan? Is it like, what, seven or eight hours? About 13? Yes. Really? It's a little over 10, yeah. And that's a direct flight? Do you go straight from... Uh, Singapore. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, that's a good place to stop over. Yeah, it is. Which um, which airline are you with, man? Uh, Singapore Airline. So. Oh, <laughs> Singapore yeah. Airline is the dog's bollocks. Yeah, man. they've it's got those little awesome. private TVs you can pull up from the side of the seats. And yeah, shit like yeah. That. It's, yeah. Um, and just like this console. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I found it was just like the thing with Singapore Airlines is, you know, they, they, whenever you get a different airline, they kind of make allowances in different areas. So, like, you know, if you go on a New Zealand flight, the, the seats are a little bit shit, but um, you've got a little extra room. Mm. Yeah. Whereas in Singapore Airlines, you're a little bit tighter and cramped in, but the seats are a lot nicer. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I found that to be better. I always felt like this is going back a bit. Um, I remember the last time I flew on Singapore Airlines, I was about nine. Uh, <laughs> so a wee while ago now. But I do, uh, I do seem to recall. Yeah, the seats. It was kind of like you had your own little isolated pod. You felt very much like your sitting area was your space. Yeah. Like you didn't feel well, like you it was in, being encroached on. It sounds like you people. were in like premium economy or something. Like might in, have been. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you. It sounds like you were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You had the TV. I rode Singapore that, yeah, Airlines quite recently, and yeah, no, that's definitely not just mm. just cabin class. Yeah, it's, it's, it's flash. I like to have flying again this time. So. Yeah. We can all be thankful it's not G Star. I'll tell you that much. Because yeah. <laughs> oh I, I don't know about you guys, but I've never had. Uh, you know, I've I've had appalling experiences, and I've had experiences that were just completely meh. I've never had a good experience. It's I've all never flown with Jetstar. So. <laughs> mm. Or oh, la di da. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not not in a while. Um, I'm flying with Air Asia at the end of the year. I'm not sure if oh, you've yeah. been an airline for a whole continent. That's yeah. that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I've never, no, I've never flown mm. Air Asia. Interesting. Although yeah. to be like, we comment on you know on Jetstar. 
at least Jetstar for us is only generally domestic. <coughs> like mm. when I was in the UK, flying out of the UK, we we <laughs> we flew with um, Ryanair. Yes. Oh my god, <laughs> you have never seen a budget airline like Ryanair. Like oh man, you can't you can't argue with those prices though. Yeah. No, well yeah, that's yeah. true. You can't. But they they they're so budget that like if anything goes wrong, because we didn't realize that. Like you had to, you have to check in online. You can't go and check in at the airport. Really? And if you do, sorry. they ping you like two hundred dollars for the for the <laughs> to queue up and like do it like any other fucking airline. Yeah, so they, it's they pretty much BYO parachute that airline. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then you get on the airplane, and the it's like the the colors are like bright yellow and like a royal blue. But the the airlines are so old and so shit that all the yellow parts are like faded and like like all of the the, the overhead lockers along the side of the the planes are, are that like real bright gaudy yellow like the yellow that you would have on like a McDonald's cheeseburger wrapper like that kind of yellow <laughs> but it's sort of faded from like the years of use and, and yeah. it's like well as long as the plane's safe then that's cool but fuck <laughs> it does not look it but yeah. so just does not that bad uh, it's not it's not bad but it's not good. Mm. Which is really disappointing and boring a lot of the time. It's just mm. like it's it's never a good experience. It's always just a either it was alright or no, that was terrible. Like, well, you could make the argument that like at the end of the day, you're there to get from point A to point B, and if they do that, yeah. then that's okay. But, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. It just depends on how much they're forcing me to pay uh, to suffer through whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, true. <laughs> and also, like Air New Zealand is kind of nice. Like, it's a nice airline. Generally. New Zealand is a really nice airline. Yeah. I cringe a wee bit at the videos that they yeah, make. Yeah, um, but the, the, the other pe- people overseas t- seem to enjoy them. Um, it's just they shouldn't probably show them on domestic flights because all New Zealanders are just groaning. Yeah. Get it yeah. fucking done. But it's yeah. always but someone on the plane's claim to fame. There's always someone on every flight who is in the video. <laughs> yeah, or knows someone that was in yeah, the video. Yeah. The, uh, the men in black one, I had to sit through that one twice um, yeah. a couple of yeah. months ago, and that was, that was horrible. With but all, um, thankfully, yeah. like, yeah, went to Auckland a couple of weeks after that, and they changed it already, so I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, yeah. 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 they're doing pretty regularly, eh? Yeah. 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 I'm they're, glad they're, they're, like, not low-budget production values on those mm. things. No, no, not at all. Like, they had... um. I mean, there's the Air New Zealand one and the, like the Lord of the Rings ones were like yeah. quite fucking yeah quite up there as far yeah. as yeah yeah it's not bad at all yeah. but uh, yeah I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna awkwardly segue into uh, yeah, so, the uh, next thing we yeah. yeah hang on yeah what's this podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so how many about of you next? guys uh, enjoy food I do I. Enjoy I, food I've got food next to me right now yeah, yeah? <laughs> Mike yeah, what's your feelings on the on the subject. Mm, mm. Oh, 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 I'm trying to quit, but um, yeah, <laughs> just trying just to go cold turkey, to <laughs> mm, trying to segue into an all fluids diet. Just, yeah. <laughs> Better than my segue, anyway. Balthazar, <laughs> what have you been doing related to food this week, apart from consuming it and excreting it? <laughs> nice <laughs> to include the second one. It is a necessary part of eating. Um, I've been trying bargain box, guys, for oh, a fortnight yeah. now. For a fortnight. <laughs> Um, it's pretty great. What's pretty great? You don't know. So what... I'm glad you asked, Mike. Oh, it's a commercial now. <laughs> I, I, Have I you ever wanted know, so... to eat five different meals in a week for your dinner, but you just you don't know what to cook? You don't know what ingredients you'll need. I've got a solution for yes, you, Mike. I, I have this problem every single week. <laughs> it's called Bargain Box, and uh, basically what they do is they send you 
in the, well not in the post, they deliver it to your door and it's multiple large boxes filled with ingredients, fresh fruit and vegetable, uh, nice thick cuts of meat and recipes for five meals for the week. So it's basically your weeknight dinners. Um, and you can specify how many people the meals are for and stuff like that and they'll send you more or less and update your price accordingly. And the one I go with is 120 bucks a week and it's food for two. Um, That's really reasonable, eh? Hey? Yeah. 120 it's, bucks. It's pretty decent. It's pretty decent. Mm. And it's pretty great. We're not just talking like, you know, <laughs> trash food. Uh, the, the, I mean, I can't, for starters, they send too much veg, uh, fruit. I'm going to say that right oh, off the bat. Really? We always end up with some of it going off at the end of the week. So Do you reckon that's just because you guys don't eat much fruit or is it just a shitload fruit of nonstop? Oh, really? Nonstop. She'll have like, she'll sit down and just see the bowl of fruit there and she'll grab like a mandarin, a satsuma and a banana. Hmm. And just smash them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, she eats a lot of fruit, and I'll try to eat one piece of fruit a day. Yeah, even it <laughs> one, one plus, two, one, plus do, yeah. <laughs> one, one plus a day. One plus a day. One or less a day. <laughs> that's the that's the old yeah. food wise thing, isn't it? But yeah. um, and let's be honest, the banana will probably have a whole bunch of brown parts in it that you have to cut out, so it'd be like one eighth. Yeah, yeah, true, true. <laughs> um, plus a day. But yeah, no, they're interesting meals. You know, it's it's pretty simple stuff. Like it'll usually be, you know, they'll send you your box and you'll have a couple of meals that are red meat, a couple that are white meat, and then a fish meal or something like that. So you might yeah. get like, for example, my first bargain box. I'll try to remember everything that was in it. The Monday was uh, barbecue chicken and kumara wedges. Uh, the Tuesday was something less good. Um, <laughs> is it shepherd's pie one? It might have been the shepherd's pie, deconstructed shepherd's pie, which is just called like meat and puff pastry, which was mints and, and vegetables and kind of a puff pastry. Um, I remember, I think Friday was lamb and mint pizza. Ooh. That was really good. Um, mm. And it was something like, it's that kind of thing where they're normal ingredients, but you don't necessarily consider putting them together in that way. That's, mm. that's yeah. the interesting way of eating it. Like, I would never have thought of, you know, putting a lamb and mint sauce on a pizza. Yeah, well, see, that's yeah. the thing. That would it would be what it would appeal to me because, mm. like, I mean, I can make a fucking killer spag bowl, but you ask me to do absolutely anything else, and yeah. nah, I'm done. Oh, I'm pretty much the same. Uh, basically, we decided on it because our shopping was the same. Every week we get the same stuff because it's quick and easy to make and it tastes pretty good. Yeah. But it's like we want to try something else. But then when you get to that point, you walk through the supermarket and you're like, well, what do we get to try something else? Yeah. Like, what, what else? What do we need to cook these other things? Like, you can think of the primary ingredients. You know, like you may think, oh, we'll do a, well, yeah, whatever we'll do. Have a steak. So you get the meat for that. And then you you know you don't think about dressings and sides and stuff you know you just you, you probably would to be honest this is a bad example because there's not much to stake uh, but you know you think of something that's maybe not a, not something you have every yeah. week and you'll you'll forget something you need to have mm. it the way you want it whereas if you go this way it's it's all there for you they send it yeah. out and it's great um, we actually something happened during the week that meant our meals this week got delayed a bit so we're actually still going through it and it's lamb burgers tonight which be lamb always seems to be the Friday meal always doing oh, yeah. lamb on Friday it's a, it's a good it's a good kiwi staple the old lamb yeah, yeah. big time it's the interesting there's no, pizza it's, sounds like a new twist on an old favourite yeah are there any like super shit ones that you've got and just been like oh I don't want to eat that um mm. or could you say like well I don't eat fish so don't see me any fish. Yeah, yeah, so you can yeah. specify. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, and they do gluten free bargain boxes yeah. as well, but I imagine that's just like Must rice. There's a crackers. lot of work that goes into <laughs> <laughs> rice. Crackers. I don't even know what gluten free yeah. is. Eh? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm trying to think if there's anything. There was nothing that was like bad. There was something that was just kind of my least 
preferred. I think it was it was something that was just really basic with mints. It was like mints and wedges and sour cream. And I fucking loved it because I love sour cream. But without <laughs> the sour cream, it would have been nothing. Just scrap the rest like, into I would the put bin. sour cream on anything and it wouldn't enhance the meal for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, there, I mean, you do get some stuff that's really basic, but f- for the most part, yeah, it's all it's all interesting stuff. Imagine if you got that and you were like, sweet, yeah, bug and box, open it up, and there's just like a loaf of like tip-top bread and like a couple that's, of that's what I was thinking. Dude. Like, oh, that's what, what I was thinking. They could do the student version where it's just like ramen four nights a week. <laughs> yeah. Some mints on toast for like Saturday, like spice it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And a, and a voucher for... Five dollars off a Domino's order delivered. <laughs> <laughs> Two for one at United Video. <laughs> good, good night. Oh, man. So, yeah, a, a success overall then. I'd say, yeah, definitely. We're probably. I mean, obviously, we paused it. So we're going away on Wednesday, but um, definitely, probably going to look at starting it up again for a few more sessions when we get back into New Zealand because it's building up a recipe book as well. They send you a book, a folder. Oh yeah. Um, the first time you order it, and and each meal comes with a recipe on like an A4. Nice, nice, glossy sheet of sheet of card um, with uh, with those holes punched down the side, so you can put (laughs) it in the folder. And the folder's got the dividers for beef, lamb, fish, and a divider for favourites. Which you know, in that classic Kiwi way, it's actually just faves. Faves, (laughs) faves, pop your faves in that one. Um, That sounds awesome. So yeah, we're probably going to do it a few more times just to build up a library of recipes pretty mm. much and then probably to be honest for the most part fall back on what our shopping used to be but every now and again it's like oh we want something different just flick through the recipe book mm. um yeah find one that we remember enjoying and grab the stuff for that as well mm. good stuff do you guys do cooking together or do you take turns uh it's mostly hannah yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly i do so i do the prep and she does the cooking because i hate waiting around watching things brown yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So <laughs> I, I do, you know, I do the prep. I cut the meat. I, I grate the vegetables and everything. I, I get everything ready, and then she can do the just standing in the kitchen watching it cook. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the, that's kind of my problem. Why I don't like cooking that much either. I just get bored. Mm. I just get so bored immediately. And I figure it's a good division of work because while the cooking part is the longer part, it's also the part. I mean, okay, it is the part where everything could go horribly wrong. But in my mind, the cooking part is also the part where you don't do anything. You put it in and you watch it, and when it's ready to take out, you take it out. Yeah. Yeah. thing. Like, (laughs) the preparation is the part that takes a while Mm. of actually doing something for a while rather than just staying there looking at Mm. it. Like, I've done the cooking part several times. Sounds to me like like, you're just trying to take more credit than what's due. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It's my life in a nutshell. (laughs) And that concludes the uh, Overcast cooking show for another week. Um, (laughs) Cooking and airline show. Mm. Yeah, cooking and airline critique (laughs) show. Next week, airline cooking. (laughs) (laughs) What's the deal with that? All right, let's get into what we've been playing. Balthazar. Back to Balthazar has written an, yet another cryptic statement yes, uh, that I have so in front of me. What I'll do is I'll actually preface this as one other game that's not included in the sentence because I can talk about it in two minutes because it is the thing I've been playing most recently, so I should just make a mention of it. There's been a Halloween update for Overwatch. That's the mention of it. I've been oh, playing yeah. it a lot because there's been a Halloween update, so there's new skins, a new brawl. They made over a couple of the maps, putting Halloween decorations and thick layers of fog everywhere and stuff like that cool i've heard, I've cool. heard it's cropped it. up on my radar as well and people are quite excited about it it's fun yeah, yeah. is it um 
Is it, so it's not a new map, it's just a... No, a, it's a makeover of... An, so there's a new Brawl, which is an entirely new game type. Um, mm. It's like a PvE. It's four people in a team against waves of AI, zombie robots, and oh, cool. a couple of boss waves that come out, where it's like heroes with health bars, and you've got to like... It's kind of like Borderlands style, really, yeah. where they've got like their bullet spongy a bit. Um, and then other than that, yeah, just makeovers of all the... Well, not all the maps, cool. but some of the existing maps. Yeah. Speaking of Overwatch, did you see the the thing that came out this week about the guy who uh, really really dug the character Winston, um, the the big ape, the gorilla, and he set up a control scheme uh, involving conducting electric currents through bananas, and he's been playing Overwatch using a whole a whole bunch of bananas. What really? <laughs> oh yeah. He's been, he, you can watch a video and he's just touching all these different bananas and he's like getting kill streaks on Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. I'll definitely it's, check that it's, out. It's pretty cool. <laughs> we'll have to find that and put a link Whoa. in the description or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. It's so quite yeah, cool. It's like that... the person who beat uh, Dark Souls using Rock Band. Oh yeah, using yeah. the yeah using the drums and the yeah guitars, yeah. 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 <laughs> crazy um but yeah no so other than that uh, that's just kind of been my weekend that's just just been uh so that that cryptic sentence is kind of the the four games i was dabbling in over the fortnight mm. okay so well, i'll, you, I'll read you... out the sentence yeah so the sentence that uh that i have in front of me here says balthazar dismembers the grind while crossing off the days to japan and grabbing balls <laughs> Now, I'm not sure if this is just so some sort of crass about... bedroom etiquette. Yeah. <laughs> or... Are we talking about multiple games? So or? I've been playing four games. Oh, and Jesus. There is a one hint for each so, game. In, so there'd be dismembers, grind. Cross. Oh, it's animal cross. crossing is the only thing I can think of for cross. So you got cross is, yeah. Like I had to bold italic it because the word is crossing. But it's like cross is the word that's a hint. And I'll tell you what, that's the hardest one because... That's referring to the game as how it's meant to be, the title's meant to be pronounced, rather than how most people would look at it and pronounce it. Jesus. Wow, that's... So let's that, start, with, you know, go, go ahead, you guys throw out your guesses for what's there. Um, I think Destiny is one of them, with the grind. I'm afraid you're wrong, uh, Mike. Uh, you Fantasy? Yeah, yeah. so yeah. Regan's got one. Um... The old, uh, I got props this time. Oh, wow. <laughs> so you guys can basically uh, look great, great for a and decide for an audio uh, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen. boom. Just pretty much the same old, same old, doing the grind, doing the, uh, doing the raids. Though, big news. Yeah. Big news, new expansion, Stormblood announced yesterday. Oh, wow. Looks yeah. very uh, Eastern-themed and mountain temples and shit. Is so that... Because I saw the um, the trailer for that, and it didn't give a whole lot away about, nah. like, story or anything. Is it nah, really. is it usually what they're like? They're just like, there are two well, people fighting on a mountain It's a teaser, not a trailer right. kind of right, thing it's right, it's right. like so the way i look and i think it's the way i described you as well when i saw it is because a lot of people are up in arms saying how do people say this trailer looks good there's no gameplay so how do you know and my argument to that is it's final fantasy 14 it's the second expansion you know how it plays you don't need to see gameplay we yeah. know exactly how it's going to play what i look at the trailer for is i want to see the aesthetic of the new area like the themes and the general you mm -hmm. know visual impact of the new areas and that teaser gave that to me i looked at it and i was like cool so this is the general theme they're going the for feel, with the yeah. new expansion and i dig it i think it looks like it's going to be a fun area to explore so okay cool we got final uh, fantasy 14. so we got grind grind uh what was the rest of it uh it says um balthazar just members the grind while crossing 
I've got an idea for that one. Off the days to Japan and grabbing balls. Cross is that isn't Street Fighter Cross Tekken, is it? It's not. No. Ah, uh-uh, damn. You're you're on the right track though. It is something where the case it's an X, and so Ooh. you would you might look at it and read it as being an X, but it's actually meant to be pronounced cross. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that is the correct X on the PlayStation controller is actually cross. Yeah. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, X on the what? Xbox is that's <laughs> X. Like Xbox owns yeah. that. That's wow. the end. So. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, my mind there. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently it's um because I read a thing and it was like X is meant to be like sort of like the well cross is meant to be like the cancel button. Yeah, yeah. Circle it is. is meant to be the confirm exactly, button. Exactly. Yes. Like yeah. They were swapping around. Hannah has right? a Japanese Vita, <clears throat> and on the, when you're nav- obviously the games or in New Zealand play in the normal control scheme, but actually navigating the menu, selecting things, you have to press circle and X. Mm. Yeah. Come back. Same with Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, the original Metal, Metal Gear Solids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the old um, X is a confusing one because it's always in a different spot. Try, right? yeah. yeah, yeah. So I guess try, if you're having trouble with cross, the other keyword, did you pick out what the four keywords were? I'm pretty sure you guys got them all. Mm. Um, so I was just thinking of other things. Balls. Balls. Is that, would be like, is that like Dragon Ball Zen, Xenoverse, whatever it is? So it's not Xenoverse, but I'm going to give it to you because you guys wouldn't guess what the actual game is. <laughs> oh. So this is a Wii game, Dragon Ball Revenge of King Piccolo. Oh. <laughs> That's an old school one. It's <laughs> fucking fantastic. Um, it's a side-scrolling beat-em-up um, where you play as Kid Goku, <laughs> and it's it's fun. It's just as fun as balls. The tagline, <laughs> on, the, the tagline on the case here is, there was a time when Goku had a great life. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Doesn't That's anymore. It. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Ever um, since he married Chi-Chi, everything went <laughs> yeah. It's all turned to shite. So it's been good fun. I haven't made a lot of progress yet, um, but it's just, it's just funny that, playing a Wii game. Yeah. You know, like it's a side-scrolling game. So basically you hold the uh, Wiimote sideways. Um, you use the you know the directional pads and A and B. It's one of those old two button and directional oh, yeah, pad cool. games, old school. Um, and yeah, it's it's good fun. It's just like a classic arcade style side scrolling beat 'em up. Cool. So we've got yeah. two left. We've got uh, dismembering. Yeah. And uh, oh, I know dismembers. Dead space, isn't it? Dead Space, yes. So Abe's got <laughs> Dead Space. Um, we were talking about it earlier, uh, earlier on this week or last week. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, talking about it, I just really felt like playing it again. So I actually picked it up on uh, Origin for $10. Oh, um, nice. Because I wanted to see how it did perform on PC, being an older game. And yeah, no, it performs flawlessly, cool. as one would expect. Still a great game. Because when did that come out? 2006 something? That is a good question. Yeah, that's one I, I never got to play Dead Space, eh? And I'm really gutted mm-hmm. now that, that I... In 2008, apparently, Dead Space. Okay, so yeah, think, eight years ago. I think it ago. might be one of those games that's just been sitting in my Steam library for years. So. Yeah, like it's a good game. Too. You should play it. It's, it's one of those things like now, a lot of stuff it did at the time that was super original, other games have done now. Yep. Um, but when it came out, it did so much stuff new, you know, that was completely yeah, original. I remember, like, the... Um, the sort of the interface, interface, like the menus and stuff, were just sort of projected. Then, right. Yeah, it was like, like a hologram projected yeah, yeah. by your suit. suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the health bar down your spine always. Yeah, yeah. yeah basically the zero. Thing. There was no HUD in this mm. game. It was oh, yeah. just you walking through the world, and all the information you needed was displayed on your suit or on your gun. Like your ammo counter was on your gun. 
Um, your health bar was on the back of your suit going up your spine and it That's like cool, drained yeah. and changed colour as it ran out. And yeah, as, as Abe Mike said, when you went into menus, you it was a hologram that projected out the front of your suit. So it was yeah. actually your character browsing through his suit inventory yeah. kind of thing. Very cool. Yeah. Okay. It was. So we... uh, it's a shame that, that that you know such creativity and, and such interesting devs uh, went on to make such classics as Battlefield Hardline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's re- I'm going to talk about this a little bit later on when I talk about what I've been playing, but it's um it's a real shame like and the, with those kind of decisions, eh? Like, it, yeah. Anyway, I, sorry, I'm getting. <laughs> we'll get we'll get to that. One more. I'll give you each one more guess for the cross, and then I'll have to play. Because I don't think you'll get it. Because like I said, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a cheap one because you would refer to it. You you would call it an X, not a cross. Mm. I just couldn't fit an X into well, a sentence. I'm just trying to think of games that have X in the title. I can only think XCOM, but you know that's not going to be called CrossCom. Yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> that's correct. Or, I'm pretty sure that or, is or XCOM. Jack X, which was Jack <laughs> you've been playing Jack X. <laughs> yeah, I have not been playing Jack X. Is it Exoblade? Exoblade. Then Xenoblade. Exo. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're not. all a bit lost there. With <laughs> it's clearly not. I've not been playing no. Exoblade. <laughs> um, uh, Mega Man X. No. Um, <laughs> Dear Come on, mate. Come on. Yeah. Lay it on us. If only you had committed to Xenoblade. Oh, I said it. Xenoblade Chronicles Cross. Um, <laughs> I've been. I, I never finished it, so I jumped back into it and immediately fell in love again, like straight away. I yeah. just, I, part, honestly, I'll admit, part of it is because my uh, my what do they call it? The gamepad with the screen on it was dead, so I had to play without that, which is the fast travel system. So if you bring up the map on that screen and then teleport from that screen, so because it was dead, I had to just run through the world like a you know pleb couldn't mm. teleport so i hopped in my mech and took off into the sky and flew towards my objective and was just immediately like fuck this game is so cool yeah. just flying over these landscapes with these giant like floating detached mountainscapes and things in the sky and weaving between enemies that are massive and much stronger than me as they one shot my party members that are lagging behind me a little <laughs> bit like i was, I was going to say the first part of that description sounded a lot like no man's sky <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, flying so, detached mountainscapes. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, loving it again. I, I definitely, I stand by everything I said about it last year, and it was definitely my RPG of the year last year by far. And I would vote it again this year if I could, but I can't. So, mm, no, so what does the cross I, refer to? Because when it's usually mixed with another game, right? When that happens. Yeah. So uh, it's because they're Japanese, and they do what <laughs> they want. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just thought of another game with X in it. Um, Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Oh, um, yeah, that's a good one. That's I, true. I still don't know what the X was, but... Um, I did try the Resident Evil HD, like the PS4 free yeah, PS yeah. Plus game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played it for about an hour and then got incredibly depressed that they took all the good voice lines out of it. They redid them all. <laughs> so the, such classics as Blood. I hope it's not Chris's Blood. They changed that line to... Just like, oh, it's blood. I hope Chris is okay. Like, voice normally. Yeah. And also, they removed the line, you were almost a Jill sandwich. 
and just <laughs> swap that one to uh, if I'd been any if I'd been any later, you'd be flat as a sandwich. And I'm like, no, you removed all the like really shittily translated lines. And so it was after the sandwich line that I just stopped and never went back to it. So I was like, no, they got rid of the classic should, Resident Evil voice line. They should have the option to like keep the original. Yeah. <laughs> so I was, yeah, I quit because I realized it wasn't an HD upgrade, you know, of Resident Evil. They redid the game, and I didn't mm-hmm. like that. I just yeah. wanted to play the shitty I, original one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the way it looked, but I still feel like it hasn't aged very well. Mm. Like, just with the mechanics and stuff. I mean, you can use the Jewel Shock to run whichever direction you want, anyway, the, the analog stick. Instead of, you know, yeah. using the D-pad to run forward and then slowly turn left or right. And, yeah. No, yeah, but, interesting. Um, yeah, but I, when you I, might, aim, I might it give still it another. Becomes left and right yeah, yeah. to rotate. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might give it another painful. go, but I, I don't don't see myself getting through the whole thing. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, I've 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 been thinking about picking it up because this is the first time PlayStation Plus has had actual good games in the last like I don't know, probably since I've had it. Um, <laughs> Decent, decent games. Transformers, Devastation, and, and Resident Evil. Actually, and yeah, Devastation's a great one. So, have yeah, you played that yeah. at all? No, no, not yet. yet. No, mm-hmm. good one, good one. Platinum games, so quality. Anyway, well, um, I think we'll move on to you, Reggie. Yeah. Um, has anyone? I didn't even bother coming up with a cryptic line for mine. Because, <laughs> no, no, it's it's pretty blatant. This I one, mean, it's yeah. pretty clear what I've been playing. Um, Mafia, Mafia Three. Um, has it, have any of you guys tried it yet? Or? No, no, just no, just, no, the, just, just been watching videos. your uh, your let's plays uh, overcastgamer.com. Yeah. Uh, did you, Abe, Abe, did you pick up um, Regan's <laughs> little uh, mistake in that video? In which part one or part two? Part two. Uh, no, I didn't actually. When no. he became incredibly racist. <laughs> oh come on! No. <laughs> I don't. I, no, I don't think it was. Yeah, just, well, um, he was he was calling the main character uh, Lincoln um, Franklin. Oh, nice one! A bit of a yeah. I didn't even know. I came in. We, I came in today to do the podcast, and and uh, Mike had pointed out, and I was like, Fuck, "Is that? <laughs> like, did that happen?" <laughs> Awfully embarrassing. No, no, they're very similar names. So. Yeah, Franklin Lincoln, and you know, relatively similar characters, really. Oh, you um, better watch yourself, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Rick, what do you what do you think of Mafia Three, man? Yeah. Anywho, <clears throat> the game itself, um, it's. I mean, if you've looked at any reviews for it, you've you probably have a relatively good idea of what it's like. It's um, yeah. it's there. There are so many good parts about it that you think, man, they they like. The, the, I guess the way I would sum it up is that they had a really good vision, and when they all sat down around a table at the beginning of it to go, oh, here's what we want this game to be like, they had a fucking solid idea of what they wanted it to be like but then the the corporates came in in their suits and said it's got to be done by this date so they i feel like they just kind of had all of these these roadmaps and timelines and they only got halfway along a lot of them so it um it feels like they they kind of cut corners and they and a lot of it's just sort of unfinished um so for example the uh the things that are really good are like the first like half hour hour or like if you watch the first episode of that let's play yeah awesome mm. like the the introduction of the game is amazing and the way that they tell the story and the characters are, are all pretty cool and the, the time and the place and the setting yeah and... they're like documentary style they have interwoven into that was really really cool yeah. I found it fantastic yeah absolutely um that yeah that that storytelling style the way they're kind of chopping and changing through the characters and doing it kind of retrospectively the music's awesome the city's awesome 
Um, that stuff is all really cool, but then it's, you know, it's once you get past that, that introduction section, you get into a really repetitive cycle of the same sort of things over and over again. Um, right. You know, you have to go and you have to take over a particular area. You've got to over, take over the rackets and then you have to assign that area to one of your kind of underbosses. And it's the same thing in each area with slightly different kind of, um, you know, rationale for doing so. For, so, for example, the you go into one of the areas and you uh, there's like a construction guy and he's and he's got like a it's a front for a criminal business so they can launder money. Right. Right. So then you go out and you find out where his men are. And to do so, you've got to interrogate a few people. Then once you know where they are, you've got to go to those places and take out key targets. And then after you've taken out the t key targets, you then have to go and blow up kind of the things that are like generating the money. So you take down like a construction site, so to, for example. And then at that point, that lures that particular boss out of his, you know, out of his cave, wherever he right. needs to be hiding, and then you can go and kill him. So, and then you go to the next area, and it might be not be like a construction racket. It might be like the dock workers union or something like that. And so you do the same process of like mm. going and do it. You know, you go find these people and then they tell you where these things are. You blow those things up and then that lures the boss out. But they just kind of justify it in slightly different ways. So, um, yeah, it's it's just a little bit repetitive and, and, and kind of like they just went, okay, we've built this world. We need to fill it with content. What's the quickest and easiest way to do that? Let's just do this, and it's going to get it done. Yeah, it, and and then you're interspersed with some cool missions. So usually the last ones in those kind of process where you have to go in and get that boss are really sweet, like they're good fun. But yeah. even now, them are still they they follow a blueprint where you find out where that person is. You go in and and you catch them, and they're a little bit more fun. And then you have to escape that area. And they, there's cool story bits in there that, that are quite gritty and really fun, but it's just that re repetition that just, you know, it just gets a bit boring. Right, um, right. Which is, you know, and it's a real shame because you can see that, like, if they had been given maybe, like, an extra six months or a year or something to, like, really delve into each of those areas and make them unique, it could have been amazing. Yeah, I, I, I did see that, like, just when you're running around and stuff, the, the world building looks masterful really like close or coming up on Grand Theft Auto in, in, in yeah. ways the, the, it is and it isn't so the, the actual city itself is, is beautiful and you know yeah the, the world is great but then there's little bits and pieces that kind of break things down like um, you know in, in GTA if you, you're driving at a person and you honk your horn they go yep. oh shit and they get out of your way yeah, yeah. You can be right behind someone in Mafia Three and fucking beep, 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 and they just they take no notice. So things like that, like where the people just don't quite seem to be as aware of their surroundings. Um, the AI is just so stupid. Um, you know those little bits and pieces where if they were just given time, given free reign to actually build the game that I'm sure that they wanted to build, yeah, it could have been. Yeah. So it's it. It's good, and then it's 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 really good, and then there's also all these things that they just didn't quite nail that just kind of totally let let it down, um, and I and that leads me into thinking like is is it it's that kind of trade off between like the people in the suits wanting them to get it out quickly so that they can make some money off this IP that they've got, 
and the developers who really want to make a good game and are doing their best to get there within those time constraints. And yeah, yeah. That's always the way, man. So obviously Take-Two owns 2K, and 2K are the, are the publishers of Mafia. Uh, Hangar 13 were the developers, right? Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so Hangar 13, as far as I know, haven't done a huge amount of stuff. Um, I, this I isn't this... the same devs as Mafia 1 and 2. Yeah, I think Hangar 13 were a um, 2K like in-house oh, squad that they built. Right. So... They and, and Mafia Three, as far as I know, was their first big project. So I they, got see. To, they they created this development house in you know in with un, under that banner, and Mafia, they were given Mafia Three and said go for gold. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's just it's just interesting when you think about when you put them up against someone like CD Projekt Red or Rockstar, where they just go, you know what, we don't like, you know, at the end of the day, we're going to make X amount of money off this game, regardless of when we put it out. We might as well just wait. Mm-hmm until it's done yeah you know? yeah um they don't have to reach a certain financial quarter or anything yeah exactly but i, I mean i don't know anything about like let's be fair i don't know too much about the game industry and, and what drives those kind of decisions but that would be my guess that's a that's a real shame man there's mm-hmm. i mean there's one more thing i want to ask you about mafia 3 before we move on from it because i don't imagine there'll be a huge amount to say about it in the coming weeks um, unless they release like some ginormous patch or something that just fit, yeah that'd be amazing <laughs> but I yeah. can't see that happening yeah um, but I just wanted to ask you about because this is this is an element that I've never really seen in games before maybe just because we haven't really had uh, any that t- touch on the subject kind of thing but the idea that you are you, you know you are a black guy um, mm. in New Bordeaux in a very uh, you know interesting time in American history kind of thing like it's mm. like the yeah. What is it? Mid nineteen sixties, nineteen seventies. Civil rights movement. No. Yeah. Civil yeah. rights movement. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the idea that you are playing like a, a, a black dude running around um, uh, the Bible Belt, essentially, yeah. um, and the just inherent like racism that comes from that. Like I've heard there's areas in the game where you'll go and people just like slag you off and stuff, and like you know drop the yeah. end bomb left, right, and center, and like yeah. how, how's that? Have, like was it's, that um, sort of? It's it's re- it's quite interesting. Like it. Um, yeah, there, there absolutely is. Like, there's, there'll be bars and things that you'll go into, um, yeah. and and the the owner will just come around from the till and be like, "Get out! Just get out of my establishment!" You know. So there's absolutely things like that, and um, yeah, it's and and you know, some parts of town you'll just be heading through, and you'll have people just slagging you off, and and you yeah, know, there's there's a heightened pre- police presence as well. Um, right. So if you see the police, then you know these little indicators pop up to show you that these guys have got their eyes on you kind of thing. Ah. Um, there's that sort of in-your-face stuff. And then there's other things like, um, you know, just on some on one of the radio stations, there's there's almost like a sort of a, a white supremacist guy that runs one of the radio stations. And so yeah. he does, like, talkback radio where he's very pro, like, white whites and these kind of things. And, you know, so, I mean, I, it's, I think it's quite cool that they've just been loyal to that stuff and haven't kind of sugarcoated it. Um, and it definitely, yeah, certainly gives you a sense of what it must have been like. Um, and that's, I guess that's all part of their world building as well, is that like, um, they've taken actual events that happened at that time, like things that were happening in Vietnam, um, civil rights movement and that kind of thing. And they'll occasionally crop up on the radio or they might be on like a TV as you walk past. So those kind of things are are really cool, but it, um, I think they treat it really well. Um, Yeah, it's, it's interesting because, you know, in those open world games, or in video games in general, the idea is to make the player feel happy and, you know, want to inhabit this world. 
um, where like all the civilians and all that sort of stuff will you're essentially God, like the player mm. is God. Whereas in this, it sounds like everyone's just horrible and like slagging you off and stuff like that. It, it, it reminds me of you know The Witcher Three as per usual, mm. um, where you're going through places and everyone's just like, oh Witcher, no, get out of here, you're an awful person kind of thing. But that doesn't <laughs> happen too often in, in, in video games where they it's, sort of try and detract you from wanting to to you know inhabit these spaces which i think is a really interesting thing to 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 apply to a video game it happens quite prominently in deus ex mankind divided as well you're you know heavily augmented and you're in a city in prague where they hate orcs and they're trying to make it a natural city again so it's the same thing you walk into a bar and they'll be like get out what are you doing you're not allowed in here Mm. and you know just areas like basically every street it's, you know, the whole main open street and then this tiny little side section and there's just a sign pointing saying orgs walk down this tiny little dirty side section of the street and everyone else walks down the main part mm. kind of thing. So yeah. certainly, yeah, there's been a couple of games recently where they've put you in the shoes of the oppressed, basically. And been like, yeah, hey, yeah. you still have to be the hero, but mm. nobody will respect you for it kind of thing. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I think it's kind of good because, like, I mean, we're getting into some pretty, like, <laughs> meta shit here, but, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like, you know, as game, games as an art form, they should have license to be able to, like, treat topics like that well. And and it really just kind of reflects back on, I guess, how shit our own world is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that's the beauty of, of those kind of games. Is like, when I've, as I've been playing Mafia, there have been moments where things will come up that are quite poignant. And I go, well, shit, this, this was happening back in the 60s, and, and it's still happening today. Like, it, yeah, it's yeah, still, yeah, you know, definitely. Um, so yeah, I guess it's you know in some ways it's really cool that they, that they can be, you know they can be touching and, and making us think about those kind of things. Um, yeah, and and like a respectful way as well. Yeah, absolutely. So it's um yeah I mean it's a it's not an awful game. I'll say that it's not terrible. Like it does have technical glitches and things like that. Yeah. And hopefully a lot of that stuff will be patched out. And it's not awful, but it's the the disappointing part about it is that it had a lot of potential that just wasn't met. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just some of it isn't quite as polished and and uh, fleshed out as it could have been. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of yeah. All right, well, that's that's Mafia 3. Regan, are you going to have a review for that one or just the Let's Plays? Um, yeah, I'm thinking I will do a review um, as soon as I can get enough time to actually finish the game. Yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, I feel like I'm starting to get through it, so I should have it done, um, yeah, hopefully soon. So keep an eye on the site and, and we'll make sure that we get that on social media and things. So. Um, if you're keen on seeing that, definitely check out the uh, the old social platforms. Nice one. We're on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all that good stuff. Yep. Uh, we'll go on to you, Mike, because I haven't actually been playing too much uh, these last two weeks. Unfortunately, it's been crouch time in my work, so I've been well swept off my feet. Um, so what have you been playing, man? Uh, well, I've been playing a couple of space games. I'm, I'm trying to remember them all. Um... Yeah, um, so I'll start with uh, No Man's Sky because I kind of want to get that off my chest. Oh, here we go. Uh, All right, hang on. Let me, get, let me get the popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been playing this recently? Um, yeah, I think I think I was chatting with Abe. I might have been, yeah, I stopped yeah, playing were. about a week ago. Oh, um, yeah. But because well, I stopped playing about a month ago as well because mm. I just got absolutely stuck. Um, they, they sort of stranded me in the, the solar system. Um, yeah, it was sort of a progression issue where like you're supposed to get the recipe for antimatter, oh, so right. you can like yeah. craft the the fuel to go to another system. Um, but I never got that recipe, so I was just I was just stuck in the second system, yeah, um, just wandering around. So I stopped playing it until they fixed it, 
Um, then, yeah, I noticed that they, um, a couple of weeks ago, that they actually brought out a new patch. So I was like, mm -hmm. oh, jump back in. Yeah. Um, see if because it sounded like they did fix some progression issues. So I was like, mm -hmm. cool, cool. Um, jumped back in, played it for a bit, but um, not, not, still, still stuck, still, <laughs> still no recipe. Um, but uh, I, I think they even said that they did fix the issue, but because I'd already experienced it, like so, if I did the same same, same thing loop again, yeah, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. Yeah. But it already oh, so happened, you, ha so you like, have to start again, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I, I wasn't going to start again because I just wandered around for so long and I had so much money. <laughs> and I was just like, it wouldn't be worth it. But anyway, I found a trader who was actually selling antimatter, so I could craft the fuel to get it to the next system, and then it sent me to the place to get the recipe. Oh yeah. So I was like, yep. oh, I can actually keep playing it now. So like, so you managed to bug the game, or essentially find a loophole to get around uh, it, it shitty wasn't really programming. Loophole, because people sell that stuff anyway. But yeah, basically, it basically sort of reset the um, that that part where you enter a system and then it sends you off to get the yeah the recipe for antimatter. Um, so yeah, I managed to get some new new stuff. Like, um, keep playing it for a bit more. Um, started to get a bit sick of it, but then I realised I was I was actually pretty close to getting the platinum. Uh, <laughs> which like, is always a thing for, yeah, yeah, so like, oh, that's, that's just another like carrot on a stick which is pretty close so I'll, I'll grind it out for another few few more hours um, and uh, so there were a couple of things I had to do for that um, I won't go into them too much but one of them was just the um, the warping like 60 times oh yeah so you've got to spend ages like collecting resources and then it takes ages to warp each time you anyway it takes like a minute yeah yeah <laughs> An hour of just warping. It's it's all bad, man. It's all bad. Yeah, but um, so I warped sixty times, got the platinum medal, and um, deleted the game <laughs> um, <laughs> immediately. I, I just want to read an excerpt from mine and Mike's um, Google Hangouts conversation. So yeah. uh, he sent me a message that said, "Getting close to No Man's Sky platinum, then I think I can leave this game for good." And I said, uh, "Jesus, Mike, it must be you and sh only you and Sean Murray playing now. But you won't be able to see each other." <laughs> he said, "Yeah, I was so close to giving it up a couple of weeks ago when I finally got past my progression issue. Then could actually do stuff, so I kept playing it. Now I need to warp ten more times to get the platinum. Figured I might as well." Um, and then, yeah, it goes on him talking about warping sixty times, me just face palming, um, talking about getting the platinum, and uh, and, uh, and I'm just trying to figure out why. And then we started talking about alien isolation. The conversation got a lot more interesting. Immediately moved on. Deleted. And he's like, deleted? What? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so a couple of issues with that game. It warped 60 times and it took fucking ages. But only made it about 10% of the way towards the center of the galaxy. Wow. So I think there were ways you could create shortcuts. And like, I had a pretty far upgraded, like, warp drive or whatever it is mm -hmm. um so you know i was warping a fair way each time but like i there's no way i was gonna like keep playing it especially after getting platinum i don't know what happens but when you get to the well, center of the universe this is, this is the next point it's so bad can, can we can we talk about what happens yeah i want to know yeah, i was thinking can. to myself yeah. oh, i'm gonna just play the game one day not, but I... it's not really spoilers because because it's nothing it's it's <laughs> not a, a story thing or anything but uh, you get to the center and like instead of actually going there and finding something. So you're on the galactic map. Yeah. And um, so instead of going to the center and like having a new place to explore, the, the thing like zooms out, so it starts on the galactic map still. So it's like goes out and like, you know, the galaxy yeah. takes ages, 
ages to get like far away. And it's just like a light in the distance and it goes off the screen. And um, then like a, a new light comes in and it starts zooming in and then there's like a whole new galaxy comes in and it's like new galaxy discovered. Oh. I remember what the second one was called. Um, so like the first one's called the Euclid Galaxy. So yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the second one comes in and it's just like a, a different name, <laughs> Galaxy Discovered. So there's no, it just and then oh, it's, 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 it's on a planet. Po- pops you on a planet and your ship's wrecked. So you basically start the whole game again in a different galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> People but, predicted this but the whole, months and months and months ago. But the whole thing is so arbitrary. It's like, why, why are you giving me like 18 quintillion more planets? It's mm, not like I didn't have even, enough planets yeah. to explore. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm not bored of, or well, I am bored of these planets. <laughs> <laughs> not because there's like, not enough. No, the like, issue yeah. wasn't that there weren't enough planets. So see, the yeah. only difference is it's a different name, and when you look at the center, it's like a red color instead of like white or white. <laughs> they like changed the hue. They changed the hue and gave everything a different name. But, oh, my gosh. See, I was holding off on like, like finding out what happened because... I was like, oh, one day I'll do it myself and I'll be like, oh, sweet. Don't, uh, please. Don't. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, um, and, then, and then I was kind of like, well, what happens now if you get to the second center? <laughs> um, and so I was like, all right, I'll, I'll watch a video. And like, um, yeah, w- watching another guy stream it and he, he'd spent like 10 hours streaming himself or whatever to get to the center of the second um, galaxy. And then um, he goes in there. I'm like fully expecting the game to crash because I'm like, there's no way they've got this far ahead. Like, nobody yeah. can't expect somebody to get this far. But the same thing happened. It zoomed out, uh, camera moved around, and like went into a different galaxy and he got, gets popped on a new planet. No one had a blue. And it had a different, yeah, had a different <laughs> hue, different hue, different name for the galaxy. I'm just like, what? oh my god like what's going on and then so I was, I was like okay well how many are there and um i looked found some wiki and um apparently like there's like five named galaxies uh and you know how all the, the planets have like procedurally based names like yeah. Sort of yeah random so after after the first five they turn into procedural names oh wow yeah. so you can just theoretically just yeah. keep going yeah so um the wiki thing i read had like the first nine or ten names um but there was a, a video I watched. I'm not sure if he was telling the truth or not because there's, there's no way anybody's ever going to know. But he said he got to the center of the 50th universe. 50th? Yeah. 50th. Which, yeah, so I'm, I'm a bit skeptical, but he was like, oh, uh, Hello Games called me up because this is the guy that got to the center of the 10th. And apparently he said, like, Hello Games called him up and said, like, you got to stop going you can't keep going like this. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna break your game because i suppose like, as soon as someone gets there's got to be something they're gonna be hiding something but no well as soon as someone gets that far they then theoretically have to generate that all on their well, servers and things right to be able so yeah, they for if yeah, someone else gets that far well i mean it's procedural so um i i assume that it's like it, it's just you know it's not like they have all these planets saved physically somewhere yeah but um yeah, it's just like... And, and all the data wipes after two weeks, right? No, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. But doesn't I, it? I, went, I looked at my discoveries from the first planet, which was months ago when it came out, and, you know, everything was still there. So oh, yeah. I, oh, okay. I'm not all sure right. I just heard that at some point, and I assumed it was something. Yeah, the David Cage I, system will still exist. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> everything called David Cage, yeah. yeah. So I was like, well, yeah, it was so weird. But, yeah, I was, I was learning more about it, um, watched some more YouTube videos and stuff. But... 
so much shit. So like, um, I'm, I'm going to say some, a couple of things that Sean Murray said about the game when he's advertising yeah. it. So yeah. uh, completely open universe. You can go whenever, wherever you want. Uh, you see a star in the distance. That's because there's another star there. You can travel there without your warp drive, but it's going to take ages. But that's not the case, is it? <clears throat> I'll get to that. Um, <laughs> each oh, I've already talked to Belthazar about yeah. this, but um, each uh, each um, yeah. So the planets they're all rotating around the sun. Um, each planet rotates on its axis. If you've got a moon, it's going to go around the planet. Yeah. Um, what else was that? Was that about it? Uh, he said something about different elements on planets causing different light refractions in the sky. Right. Right. Mm. Oh yeah, like each um, planet having an atmosphere. Yeah, yeah maybe, exactly. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of, but yeah. Um, and so you know, each each planet sort of got its own natural day and not night cycle sure. like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, how many of those things do you think were actually true? Um, Zero. None of them. Abe. Uh, I'll say one. One. Yeah, Regan's right here. None of them. None, none of them. None of them. Which one would so, you say is true, Abe? Uh, I thought the the you, any star you you saw you could go there and just take ages. I thought that was actually true. Nope. Um, so <laughs> I, this is this is one thing that I wanted to know is like, can you actually fly into the sun? Um, so I I got my warp drive and I like pointed towards the sun. I went for about five or ten minutes and and then um, things started to get a bit weird. And I was like, the sun's not getting any any closer or any bigger. <laughs> it could be that it's just really far away mm-hmm. um, and that it's actually massive because of course it would be. Um, but yeah, turned back and the, there was something weird with the planets, like they were just flashing in and out of existence. So I was like, oh, probably be like, yeah. <laughs> um, keep going. But there's there's a YouTube video of a guy who uh, I think he spent like six hours maybe trying to go in towards the center of the sun, and things got weird. Really? Like, <laughs> so um, basically, I think there is a, a technical reason for it. Um, but basically, um, you're not in a, an open universe. Mm. Um, each solar system is its own, like basically level. Yeah. So the planets okay. have popped there, um, and then the sun's not actually there. It's just like a it's just a, a it's mask. a skybox. Yeah. So yeah, right, that is. right. So you, you got the level, and then you've got like just what's basically a background, which is like mm. a just a, a picture, which is static almost. Yeah. yeah. Um, so no, no matter how like how long you take, like flying towards the even the closest star. You'll never actually get, never there. get there. Yeah. Um, I think the planets will get further away, um, but because he he got so far out of where he's supposed to be, the game started getting real glitchy. Mm. So like the the dashboard from his um, spaceship just disappeared. <laughs> uh, so he's missing like the front of his spaceship. Just a man um, flying through space. And then, um, oh, like ships would spawn and they're like all zigzagging like like crazy, <laughs> and then somehow he ended up like walking in space beneath the space station like out of a spaceship but he's just like in space yeah it's just, just oh. not where he's supposed to be um yeah real messed up i think it just i guess it just mm. continues to add to the absolute farce that was snowman's yeah. sky really wasn't it didn't um it? then getting to the planets um so they don't actually yeah of course they're, they're not moving around the sun because there is no sun yeah but they they don't <laughs> even rotate they sit there it's all they, static. They're all static, yeah. So they're all sitting in the same spot. They don't rotate. The illusion is um, when you're on a planet, the, the sun moves around the outside of the skybox. Oh, yeah. And that creates the day and night cycle. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there is at least a day and night cycle, but they're not rotating around the yeah, sun. Yeah, but it's, it's not as true as he said it was. It, it, yeah. They're not rotating on their own axis. Yeah. Wow. Um, and then so you, you'll sit on a planet and you know there's a moon there, 
but it will always be in the same place. It's not if you sit yeah. there for hours and hours. It's not going to move. Stay. Yeah. Sean Murray, eh? Man, yeah. how not to hype a game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so... Well, um, that well. sort of defeats my next point that I was going to ask you was the fact... Uh, I was going to ask you guys if you believe that they had malicious intention from the start. Mm. Uh, I don't think so. I think Sean Murray just had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. So, yeah. But well, then, I think I mean, he ever played No Man's Sky. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, here's, here's his game. Here's what it looks like. Go, go. They like, and yeah. you know, almost to the extent they didn't tell him what No Man's Sky was. <laughs> they were just like, we're making a sci-fi game. Sell it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sell it I mean, to the media, and he was like, all right. And he's just done his research on what people want, and so he just mm -hmm. said it was that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it could have absolutely been his intention the whole time to like sell the game as as he described it, but. You know, just couldn't do it that way due to technical limitations or whatever. But yeah, yeah, it, so. uh, it sounds like he got pushed into the PR role because uh, mm. he's a developer, mm. and, and and you know, Hello Games obviously is a small studio and they didn't have a PR person because they'd never done anything like this before. Mm. Uh, Sean Murray got pushed into the PR role, and it sounds like he just got a bit too Peter Molyneux on it. He uh, went, where he, I promising think he probably everything. dived in too deep too early. And yeah. then didn't know how to kind of backtrack because he had already made promises. So when people were like, you know, he'd sat down at a, at a, in a conference and said, here are all these awesome things going to be. And then you can't really down the track backpedal on that and go, actually, mm. all you're going to be able to do is fly from planet to planet. All of that sort of stuff. Nah, you know, because that that in itself is going to kill the game right from the, the get go. So I guess yeah. he was hoping that he could like pull the wool, maybe make some money. And then that people wouldn't ask for their money back, or I guess yeah. the question is: At what point did he realise it was all shit? And from that yeah. point onwards, did he continue to make up <laughs> yeah. more yeah, lies, yeah. or did he just not, you know, mm. refute his previous mm. ones? Like, because mm. they're completely different crimes. Did he just not correct himself earlier, or was there a point where he knew it was all shit, but then continued to make up more things that would not be in the game? Because that's mm. a much worse crime yeah. than just not saying, yeah. sorry, guys, I, I've made a mistake. The game's not going to be as big as I led you to believe. Yeah. Or if, yeah, if they knew what it was going to be and then he still went out and was like, you know, will you see your friends? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's also the, the fact that their office was, were flooded uh, December last year, I believe. And that could have had some sort of toll. Maybe they were planning this big, grandiose, ambitious game, and they had it, you know, quite quite well done, or at least somewhat an alpha or something like that. And then this this flood just like buggered it all up, kind of thing. And they had to try and scramble, you know, for whatever they could. Mm, maybe well, I I kind of get the feeling that they had a lot more development period after that flood than before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was in like 2014, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a long time ago. Maybe, yeah, probably it wasn't last December. A couple of Decembers ago, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah, when Sony picked up, when Sony started taking an interest, I think they were probably given, um, mm -hmm. you know, a lot more time. But at the same time, a release window or, uh, you know, deadlines, obviously, because they're working mm -hmm. with Sony. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. We can speculate till the cows come home, but uh, probably looking forward to the, yeah, the first bit of talk from them like <laughs> it, once we hear from the company yeah. like what is it going to be like the next game we're making <laughs> like, yeah it's interesting though it certainly it drove sales yeah just absolutely, yeah. yeah you know not necessarily no man's sky sales when everyone realized it was shit like i know i'm not the only person who when they saw how shit no man's sky was bought elite dangerous 
because we wanted a game close to what No Man's Sky said it was. Mm. Yeah. Like, it drove sales of open world sci-fi games because when it came out and wasn't what people wanted, people looked for what they wanted and found it elsewhere. Mm. So it drove sales in general everywhere across the board. <laughs> <really>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. But, yeah. Oh, well, we haven't talked about No Man's Sky for a while. Yeah. So that's, well, uh, I, I feel like I can, I, I can at least leave it behind now. So. <laughs> my right. Good you've, work, you've, man. Good you've, work. You've had closure. Um, we can send it off for its uh, space burial or whatever yeah. you're giving it. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It's just sitting on my shelf covered in dust. Eh? <laughs> I uninstalled yeah. it and deleted it off my PC like the other week. So there's nothing. There's yeah. no evidence. <laughs> no. <laughs> I've, I've only got the tro trophies uh, as evidence. But yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, after that, Ed, you said I was playing uh, Alien Isolation. Yep. Fucking awesome game. Oh, oh my so, God. Like... Just absolutely loved that yeah, that game. Just amazing everything, like the the um, the space station you're on, Sevastopol. Um, so well done. Like it, it could, they could have made it really sort of like basic um, and really generic, where it, you know you're on a space station, everything is probably going to feel the same. It's not but... rotating. It's just a skybox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but. It, it, it's got so many different parts and they all feel different like you're in the medical facility and there's you know mm -hmm. it, you, you can just tell like you know there's all the the beds and all the medical equipment everywhere and then you go somewhere else and you know oh this is sort of like the transport station and it's got the whole like you know um conveyor belts for your baggage and everything yeah. like that like yeah just an amazing um and scary as well like <laughs> the, that's the thing i love about the game very scary, terrifying with the alien coming after you, but you, that's not the only thing you're contending with. Like you've got yeah. the androids and like other survivors, and then um, the space station itself just falling apart. Mm. Like you walk into a room and it'll just explode, and you're just like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, such oh, so incredible. Um, have you, you played? You guys all played it through? I, I've only played it on the live stream that we did, the launch live stream. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've, yeah, yeah I you finished, finished it. it I yeah. finished it, yeah. yeah. I'd, I'd say, yeah, the mm. alien for me wasn't the scariest part. The scariest part was those fucking, those Joes walking yeah, around. Joes, yeah, the one, there's just this one point for me where I came out of a vent. I looked, I checked that it was clear beforehand. There was nothing there. I come out, I turn around to close the vent door again, turn back around, he's right there in my face going, <laughs> may I help you? And it just <laughs> kills me. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Because, um, yeah, there, there was kind of like mass-reduced androids and um, you, you kind of think that might be a bit more of a generic en enemy, but they can be quite hard to kill. Yeah. Because, um, like, a lot of the time you, you swing the wrench at them and they'll just, like, catch it and then start choking you. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, that, that can be a bit rough. But um, what was I going to say? Yeah, um, Alien as well, you can hear it, like, in the vents wherever you go. Um, well, it just sounds like, yeah. like, I mean, I can appreciate that the world looks good and mm. things, but it sounds so yeah. scary. Like, yeah. why? You, you got <laughs> to like that kind of thing, like yeah. just being yeah. on edge and, um, yeah, um, real amazing. One thing with the Alien is um, just a really good AI, I think, because it, it doesn't follow a path or anything. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of times where it will jump out at you mm -hmm. um, and that sort of thing, but mo mostly it's just doing its own thing. Oh, yeah. Um, so you got, you got to be quite quiet. If if you try to sprint anywhere, it'll just like jump out and then just like fucking. Did you play it with the 
like with the microphone on and stuff. No, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask that. Yeah, <laughs> that made it so much <laughs> my, scarier. My computer like, chair is really squeaky, so like <laughs> a little bit of nerve. Yeah, I, I did. I did the full experience. I did the microphone on, and I did the. Uh, what's the other thing the, you can do? The motion um, capture. Yeah, the motion. The so that if tracker, you, yeah. yeah, if you like move, like if you're hiding in a locker. Um, and then you like basically, oh, and the uh, so that it can hear the objective tracker as well. Um, so oh, of course, right, you've yeah. got to bring up your objective tracker, and it's like a map, yeah. and it like has a blip on it with where the thing is. And you can turn settings so that the alien can like hear because when you pick it up and like turn it on, it's like click, clack, like makes a whirring sound and stuff. Mm, yeah. You can set all this shit so that alien hears and sees everything. Oh. Um, and it's got, yeah, like I said, it's adaptive AI, so mm. if it and it, it adapts between deaths so for example yeah. let's say you run it's chasing you you hide under a desk and it sees you it kills you it remembers that it caught you and killed you under a desk <laughs> so if you run and hide back under that same desk later even if it didn't see you it will walk up and check under that desk because it knows that's your go-to hiding yeah. spot oh, like <laughs> it's a hard game yeah. it's yeah. it's um, terrifying <laughs> one one thing that i noticed is um Later on in the game, you get the flamethrower, and it's of course it's afraid of fire, um, and so you know just blast it to um, to keep it away from me. Um, but there was a point where like I see it, it starts coming towards me, and I just pull out the flamethrower, and it just like immediately slows down. It just immediately yeah. sort of stops because like it knows it knows, you <laughs> <laughs> like, it knows what this is. That's it's really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so amazing. Um, Sega's yeah. Sega's return to form on that one, yeah, although yeah. they were the publisher and not the dev, but still, it's got their name attached to it, and it's not complete ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. um, but yeah, had, had a lot of fun with it, um, especially messing around with the other survivors. Um, so one of the things you do is uh, you can craft a, a noisemaker, which is like a, a little device. Just you, you throw it. It's sort of like a grenade, but it just makes a like buzzing, like <laughs> annoying noise. Um, so you get some like survivors that are trying to hide or that they're, they're like camping out in a spot with all their guns and you've got to get through them. So you just like throw the noisemaker into the middle of them and then the fucking alien hears it and it like jumps out of a bit and runs around and kills them all. Um, but I, I, I did a bit of a more of a dick move, which was um, it, it kind of laugh. Where if I get through this like locked door and there's this guy in a, a room like all off to the corner like hiding and he's sort of like crying. Um, because he's so afraid and just like all the shit going on by himself in his room hiding um and there's like a locker next to him and um i just saw seen on one of the um the the loading screens that um you can smack a wall with a wrench um to create a distraction or yep. to create noise yeah so it was like okay I like smack the wall next to him and then went and ran in the head in the locker next <laughs> yeah. and then like a few seconds later the alien comes into the room and he's like just mauls the guy <laughs> I'm just sitting in the locker watching this all and then the alien runs off and I'm just like <laughs> yeah, so, I can do move. things like that. Yeah. Like that's the sort of thing I always do in like you know RPGs and stuff like that. I just ruin the lives yeah. of people that I come across. But I couldn't do it in that game because I would be sitting there going, <laughs> and then realise that oh shit, it just hurt me laughing in the locker, and then it would open the locker and rip me up. So I was like, yeah, no, I just got it. I can't do anything. Alien's fun perspective on that would just be like, your hubris gets the better of you and then, yeah, yeah. then that's your downfall yeah, definitely should have played it with a microphone i think um, mm. yeah. <laughs> um, very yeah, very cool man is that is that all the all, everything you've been playing 
Oh, just uh, XCOM. I played after that. Um, not not XCOM Two, but um, yeah, I saw XCOM Enemy Unknown for twenty bucks, so I picked that up. Nice. But, um, yeah, yeah, real fun. You guys um, played those games? No. I played the original XCOM, like the the original the PC, XCOM. Yeah, yeah super hard. Um, pretty yeah. pretty cool game though back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, really enjoyed that, like the tactical thing to it. Um, did manage to finish it and um, didn't find it too difficult. Like I killed the main bad guy like in the same turn that he appeared. Like I killed him in two shots. So I was like uh, a little bit... Um, underwhelmed kind of thing. Underwhelmed by that. But definitely has a replayable value. And so, you know, I can probably put the difficulty up uh, for the next next one and make sure that I can't, you know, load previous saves. So any, any screw-ups you, you make are permanent. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, was, it, was, it was a really cool game. Um, and yeah, now, now I'm just playing Tomb Raider. So. Awesome. The Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yeah, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm looking to pick that up when they stop trying to sell it to me as if it's a new game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that actually, Abe? I don't know if you, if you saw, saw this and would be as outraged as I was. Um, that they're trying to sell Metal Gear Solid Five as a new game again, as if JB Hi-Fi yeah. still selling it for 130 bucks or whatever wasn't bad enough. Now yep. they're selling Metal Gear Solid Five, the definitive edition. And I had to look that up. It's like, hold up, I'm pretty sure this game had no DLC or anything. Yeah. What is different between this and what I already have? <laughs> yeah. They're just packaging Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain together. Yeah. And oh, saying yeah. it's a new game. You, you, you missed out one element there, which they're also advertising as being a new uh, Metal Gear Online. Metal, comes, yeah. comes with Metal Gear Online. Oh, really? Oh, that, that <laughs> thing that was already always with yeah. Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that the like multiplayer component. Yeah. No. You just download that for free. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I know yeah. you could with the one on PS3. I'm not mm. sure about the PS4. One. I think pretty, that one may. Pretty sure PS4 you just yeah. download that. It was like a free yeah. upgrade. <laughs> but wasn't uh, Ground Zero? So that was really cheap anyway. But um, wasn't that on PS Plus as well? Like so. We, yeah, it was. It was yeah. Free? Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> Don't it's believe the hype, people. Don't believe the hype. <laughs> I just thought it was ridiculous uh, that they're saying I... this is the definitive edition of the game, and I'm like, you mean it's just the two games combined into one game? <laughs> like what? With nothing new? That's Konami, no, man. Doing. You know what they're gonna do? They're gonna, they'll stitch any, they'll stitch a cat, a cat and a dog together and sell it to you. Like what are you thinking? <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing, and like sell it to you as Football Manager 18. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Piers. Um, all right, we'll we'll move on to a wee bit of news. We'll we'll probably race through the news because it's not too much. The big, big, big news is PlayStation VR is out in the wild. Sure is, yeah. Um, people have seemed uh, fair, relatively happy with yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, yeah, the reaction has been mostly positive. Mm. There were say. multiple sets at work over this last week. I don't know if you you guys noticed at all, but yeah. everyone <laughs> was getting them delivered to work, and they were all upstairs. <laughs> I kept walking past and being like, oh, look. More VR headsets. <laughs> I should just take one. I was actually talking to someone at work, and I was like, you know, if you how's your how's your moral compass? What's your conscience like? And he's like, what what are you getting at today? What, what, what's your deal this time? And I was like, well, it's a lot of PSVR headsets upstairs. You know, it'd be shame if one or two of them. <laughs> two of them. Two of them. Balthazar. Yeah. The only thing is, like for me, is that the the. Like unless I bought the bundle, which is relatively expensive, like the it, it would be difficult. Like it would be a huge financial outlay for me mm. to like to get one of those. Um, yeah. Oh, it'll be up, up close to a grand. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like, which is an obscene amount of money. Um, I mean, I, I like to think that maybe. Well, no, it's not going to come down in price anytime soon. No. But um, yeah, that, that that would be the biggest hurdle for me. It's just the, the cost of the damn thing. 
Yeah, like, do, do any of you guys own PlayStation Eye cameras or Move controllers already? Nope. I have Move controllers. They came uh, bundled with Hannah's PS4. Oh, yeah. So, no, no, cam- no camera, though? Uh, no, no camera. Did it come? No. Did she buy one with one of those like bundled like PlayStation Party games or something? I I I don't I don't I remember the game <laughs> that came with the Move controllers was Book of Sorcery. <laughs> oh no! Never, no. it's never been even put in. The disc has never been put in. <laughs> is it, is it, are you referring to Wonder Book? Yes. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I think so yeah, yeah. Oh god, no, that was horrific. I remember seeing that at one of the E3s, and there's this like. 40 year like middle-aged woman sitting down like turning pages of this giant spell book with a move controller i was like hang on who is this appealing to mm-hmm. like that what? middle-aged lady was <laughs> and and on a side note she was jr tolkien there you go <laughs> she Rowling, was J. I mean. the other one jk rolling <laughs> oh the, was it the harry potter book bo- one it might have been i don't know it, oh, it, right. i don't think it was harry potter but it was very it was like writing on the hype of that it yeah. was called wonder book and it yeah. was like it was like the equivalent of reading an ebook but physically but not it just looked terrible like why that was a good idea i'll never know mm, amazing. it was one of the it's one of the things that always shows up in the e3 cringe highlight reels so <laughs> you know i'll be good from there but um i mean so you guys are obviously both of your hand is going to get one when you guys get back yeah um and regan you're you'll you'll get one at some point but you're not sure when maybe um, i don't know it, i yeah. mean there needs to be like we were. I think the last time we talked about this, we we talked about there needs to be the game. Yeah, um, the, and I don't think kind of... they. Yeah, I don't think they have the game yet. If if, no. if we get like a big title that comes out on it, like that, that means that I'm like fuck. I've I need to play that game, and to play that game, I need to have the PSVR stuff. Then maybe. Well, um, how would you feel about Grand Theft Auto Five with VR? Uh, that'd be amazing, but I'm pretty sure they'd have to downgrade the graphics pretty significantly. Yeah, so it's yeah. Like, you know, mm. am I getting mm. like? Should I just buy? Should I just buy it on PC and and play it at like max specs and have it be epic on just a monitor? You yeah, know, is is it? You know, I would have to make that that call. Um, yeah, I'm, I don't know. It'd it'd be fun, but yeah, I wouldn't. I I it'd take a bit of convincing. I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Mike, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on it. Um, I, I'm kind of wary of getting any sort of like brand new hardware specs um, ever since I bought a, a secondhand um, PS2 because um, that was a rare, it turns out it was probably like the original PS2. Oh yeah, the big fat one. Mine. Yeah. Um, and just that it didn't have the full, um, well the only thing that really annoyed me about it is um, I was back in the day so long ago. Um, it was the first thing I had that could play DVDs. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got got a DVD remote for it, but it didn't have the um, the sensor on the, it. The sensor, yeah. Oh, it, was, no. it was such an early model. I was yeah. just like, oh, oh yeah. Good. So you reckon um, maybe holding off until we get some more? Models? Yeah, I mean, small things like that. But um, mm. um, that well, that that's one of the reasons anyway. But um, yeah, also saving up for a trip at the moment. Um, so I, I think early next year I'll look at um, the the PS Pro and getting some. VR stuff as well, but by that time, you know, there'll be more stuff out. Mm. We'll see. But um, yeah, I'm I'm liking what I've seen so far. There do seem to be quite a few like, um, just with the, the new tech, there's a lot of like quite what I feel innovative um, games coming out. That, yeah. That use it so. Um, yeah. It's spawning a whole new wave of reaction videos online as well. <laughs> the reaction videos are back in force kind of thing, and it's actually quite interesting because. Um, you know, because it's so new and quirky and, and novel, um, you know, 
old, old people are getting into it, young people are getting into it. So it's kind of interesting seeing everyone's kind of reactions, whether they're gamers or not. Yeah, yeah. I would love to see my granddad play something like that. It would just be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tiger Woods, um, Rory McIlroy golf on like uh, <laughs> VR. That'd probably all about that, man. That'd, that'd be great. That'd be really yeah. good. Well, at, at the moment, with the the PSVR anyway, it doesn't sound like they've got the whole um, walking around bit quite down. Because mm. um, you know the, the the better looking ones is where you're like sitting in like a mech or something and yeah, you know, finding some other robots. Yeah, yeah. But um, what I saw it was it was for the uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider where you like explore the mansion kind of thing. Yeah, explore the mansion, and it's oh. like oh, you can like teleport over here and then use like you can look around and stuff but if you want to look very far around you want to actually you need to actually use the controller to like sort of jump um sort of like a rotate jump the character a bit more yeah oh, yes. yeah like you teleport over here but you can't actually like just Sounds walk it's quite clunky yeah, yeah. interesting mm. at the moment the, the one thing that would that, that is sort of incentivizing me is uh batman arkham vr uh, which mm. is apparently really good like excellent mm. um some people say and just the idea of being Batman, you know, that's pretty <laughs> cool. Yeah, the, I think that is a lot of people, yeah, like you said, are sort of really excited about that one. But when I look at it, my question has always been, what's the gameplay? Whenever I've yeah, seen I think it, it's... it just looks like a video. Like, I can't tell, have they shown any gameplay and we just, it's seamless and we can't tell it's gameplay? Or have they only shown cutscenes? From from what I can tell, because I haven't actually looked at any of the video footage because I don't I don't want, like, spoilers and stuff like that. But from what, I, what I've heard people talk about... Um, it's the, you know, in Arkham Knight and Arkham City where you're going through and doing those sort of, uh, v, what are they, hologram kind of crime solving where oh, you're yeah. really of time. It's all that sort of stuff. That's cool. I like that mm. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's like a major death at the start of a Batman VR or whatever and you're going through and trying to like figure it out kind of thing um, using that yeah, sort of technology, cool. which I, I think sounds sounds pretty cool to me. I'd like, rather um, get a Bruce Wayne VR game, personally. What, just walk around being like just, twin? Yeah, walk just, around as a billionaire playboy. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, on, on a so, uh, un, unintended segue there. Have either of you guys played um, the Telltale Batman games at all? Yeah. No, I haven't, no. I haven't either, but I just heard something like that kind of enticed me into it recently, is that apparently you can choose for every situation whether you want to resolve it as Batman or Bruce Wayne. That's quite I cool. would totally do the whole game as Bruce Wayne. Just be like, no, this is Bruce Wayne, the Telltale <laughs> series, not Batman. It'd be really interesting to see how he deals with all the villains as Bruce Wayne rather than Batman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very good. Well, there's one, only one other piece of news that I've got here, um, and it's probably not going to excite very many people, if anyone, <laughs> uh, and that's that the new Assassin's Creed plans for a new Assassin's Creed have been leaked. Um, now, this is called Assassin's Creed Empire, and it's set in Egypt, apparently. This yeah, one. They couldn't do so, it, could they? <laughs> they said there was going to be no Assassin's Creed announcements this year. Well, they haven't announced it, have they? Doesn't, doesn't matter, it got out. Doesn't matter. They couldn't well, do the, it. The, the thing that's different about this is apparently, well, you know, this is PR speak. After it got leaked, they had to make it announced. They said they're, um, they're, they're redoing it from the ground up. Um, and they're redoing it. The direct comparison made was to Red Dead Redemption. So they're building like an open world where you go around. And... So how, they, how are they going to do their Ubisoft towers in Egypt? Like, I don't, you, I, I don't know. He can't do his <laughs> eagle dive off the pyramid. Because it would like, be the eagle slide. Yeah, honestly, maybe off a sand dune. They compared it to Red Dead. That's I wonder what, what they mean by that. Like, did they... 
they just they were just saying it's going to be a dynamic open world and you know obviously pretty much every single one of those words is crappy PR speak. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, that's that's what they've probably, said. They're redoing it from the ground the, up. Probably because it's in the desert. What's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, another game that's in the desert? That that <laughs> one with the guns. Game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. But I mean, if they can like we we can't ignore the fact that well, I believe anyway, Assassin's Creed two and to some extent Brotherhood was a pretty damn good game. I really liked Assassin's Creed 2 a lot, uh, with Da Vinci and the flying machines and all that sort of quite interesting stuff. Uh, every other iteration, apart from somewhat Black Flag, has been bollocks. Yeah. So mm. <laughs> um, I, the comparison is probably just that you're, you know, the ancestor you're playing as this time is called Don Narston or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you might um, need to like like Egypt that up a wee bit, like Ar- Arabic that up. But, um, It'll have accents and shit. <laughs> outrageously, outrageously racist French Canadian yes. and like Arabian mix of like French Canadian and Arab. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah and, but that's and, that's the only other thing, and I knew it wouldn't be that exciting, but I had to share it because it happened. I'm excited. I'm yeah? excited. Yeah, Regan, Regan's excited. Regan's everyone knows Regan's. It's uh, been a whole know. year without towers. I'm, you know, it's, it's been tough. <laughs> he needs that Ubisoft fix. Yeah. And he's, God knows he's not getting in at the moment. So we did find know. out last pod that they are his favourite developer. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unequivocally, you have soft, ubiquitous software. Anyway, we shall see what happens. There. Is, is that yeah. a, is that what they're short for? Yeah, yeah. that's what it's short for. Mm. And you know that's pretty correct. Yeah. <laughs> they churn out about eight million games a year, so <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right. Well, last bit of the podcast here, um, and as per usual, we've been doing a top ten. Mm. Um, and Mike, we, we might get you in on this in the in the coming weeks as well if you want to share some some games that that may have meant a lot meant a lot to you. Uh, mm. Framed your your way of of being, uh, so to speak. Yeah, um, but it's my turn this week, so I think I'll delve into a pretty obvious one: um, The Last of Us. Oh yeah. So mm. yeah, had, had to be had to be The Last of Us. I was thinking about which one to do, and I was like, mm. no, we'll, we'll go with The Last of Us. So The Last of Us is. Uh, Naughty Dog's uh, Naughty Dog property, mm-hmm. and Naughty Dog. I didn't always know they were my favourite developer. That only happened when The Last of Us came out. And my beginnings with Naughty Dog, uh, as most people, started Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot One, Two, Warped, um, and then moved on to the Jack and Daxter series, which was essentially just Crash Bandicoot but way better. <laughs> yep. And, and I, I, you know, I knew I loved these these developers and, and everything they they did. I enjoyed. And then The Last of Us came out, and that was like well, obviously Uncharted and stuff, but that was still pretty similar to the the sort of um, bombacity and, and bombasticity, I should say, and the sort of camp of Jack and Daxter and Crash. Uh, but then The Last of Us came out, and that was like a complete heel turn. Mm. This was this was something. This was like the grimmest game I'd probably ever played at that point, and maybe to this day I'd have to think about it. But this was some real shit, like for lack of a better phrase, <laughs> some real shit. <laughs> this was some real shit, man. Like when you open a game. Um, you know, uh, we're, we're doing spoilers on these things, right? Because yeah, they are, yeah. you have to, when you open a game with the main character's 12 year old daughter or, you know, being shot and killed in the first 15 minutes of the game and the music swells and everyone's crying, everyone's crying, then, you know, you know that you're in for one hell of a ride, eh? Like, mm-hmm. that's before the opening bloody credits of the game that shit happens. And then you jump in and it's 20 years later and then you're, and then it turns into sort of a Half-Life 2-esque City 17 
where you're just walking past and seeing people being executed and seeing what's become of this children of men-like world um, and sort of how how the virus and things have, t- have taken hold and, and created, um, uh, you know, almost like r- racist um, type things in the world, uh, you know, making people, the infected are treated essentially like, uh, you know, like our citizens or the people who have just been infected, the other infected are treated like, you know, monsters as they are. Um, but, you know, when you, when you get into the, when you get into the combat in this game, holy shit guys, like the, even unarmed, when you, when you choke someone out in this game, that is, you feel bad when you do that. Mm-hmm. You see, you see the life drain from this, this guy's eyes and you see like, um, if, depending if you've gone into a scuffle with him before, you see like blood drip down and, and sort of like fork lightning type shapes down his face while you're like choking him out and he's, and he's struggling and he's flailing his arms around and stuff. And, and you know, it, it, you can hear him choking on his own blood. And, holy hell, like this, this is, this is some rough shit. And, you know, when you eventually get a gun and you shoot someone, one bullet is like pretty much all you really need. Yeah. One or two bullets and, and they're down. Like as you mentioned, um, and you know, with Red Dead Redemption last time, Regan, like the bullet impact in this game is, is phenomenal. Like you feel every bullet and and, that, and that's kind of cool, I think, because it sort of plays into, um, I guess, the that sort of sparse scarceness of all the resources and things as well. You know, you want to make sure that those bullets feel real because you've got like two of them and you've got to like get through this series of awful situations with just a couple, you know. I think that's, that's all of those kind of little considerations, I think, is what made that game awesome. Yeah, like this shit is made by the people who made Crash and, and and Jack and Daxter. Like you go into this expecting something like that, and you're and you're presented with one of the most cruel, unforgiving worlds you've ever seen in a video game. Mm. You know that that has a serious impact on you, kind of thing. And um, uh, you know, I, I feel that the story, every every element of this game is just so so polished and so well told. Um, and it, it's got that sort of environmental storytelling as well, as well as having a solid plot and a solid narrative. It's got you, know, you just look around and you can tell what's going on here. Like you can tell the past of this place, and I think that's just something incredibly special that I I hadn't encountered in a, in a video game to that extent before I played The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree it was a pretty pretty top notch game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Alrighty, well that probably just about wraps us up for another two weeks. I would say. Uh, anyone else got anything else they want to jam in here before we close off? No, I think we're good. Um, real, good luck to Balthazar on his travels. Yeah, absolutely. I'm hoping for yeah. some uh, for some Japanese style updates. Yeah, don't sure. eat any awful uh, airplane food. <laughs> 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 like watch, yeah, watch or, your back and shit. Uh, you Yeah, make sure those are cooked through properly. Yeah, come bring bring us back every single yakuza game, please. So, yeah, I'll so play all those. I'll try, I'll try to become an honorary member while I'm over there. <laughs> seek them out. Green tea flavored Kit Kats. Yeah. Those games do look pretty good, by the way. Kit I want to play flavored condoms. Out of vending machines. That oh. can't be a thing. They are. They're called Kit Sacks. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Amazing. What a magical place. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah anyway Balthazar will be back in two podcasts time but he will have Mr Michael Langdon uh, taking his place in the meantime so in, uh, in, the, in the next two weeks um, take care of yourselves out there and we'll see you again in a fortnight cheers guys bye 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 bye